It takes money. It's one of Melbourne's hottest clubs. We've got a bubble toilet. You can see in, but you can't get out. Is that where the tuna usually goes? It's all about the dados, baby. Let's just replace all doors with naked women pictures. That's the thing that made me walk away from science. Away, Seaboat! Away, Seaboat. It's in ramblings. Hey everyone, this is Ben, and you're listening to Insane Ramblings. Oh, oh you did it again! You every podcast. I was so good last episode. Shall we redo the intro? Oh, uh, like you must. If you go back and listen to every time you've done that, you'll hear like me a tiny intake of air and then <laughs> small growl of frustration as I'm just talked over. I was just about to set you up though. I was I was gonna let you introduce yourself, but. I know, but I just couldn't keep my frustration in any longer. Week after week, like... <sighs> Is he going to... Oh, I guess he's not. I, I did it really well last week, so you can just enjoy the fact that you got Only one good intro. the last intro. intro, Ben. The podcast is uh, rule. All right, well... Uh... I guess we... This rule is six kilometers in an hour. The podcaster's rule is you're only as good as your last intro. Well, they're both very useful in our day-to-day <laughs> lives. I'm not going to lie about that. It's true. So do you want to introduce yourself separately then? I've heard Say- you've, you're the best intro man going around. Two hey. intros ago, apparently you were amazing is the rumor. That's the word on the street. All the kids are talking about it. They're <laughs> mostly like, hey, man, did you see the new Batman film? And Ben is the best podcaster. <laughs> also, I, wow, I assume kids don't talk about very much these days, do they? Yeah, I assume since uh, the new Batman film isn't out till July, they're either from the future or from about two years ago. So yeah, they're from the future where children don't need to talk. It's like, well, have you seen the new Batman film? And Ben's the greatest podcaster. Now let's play eight hours of Silent Ball. <laughs> so. Uh, my amazing co-host Vicky is on the line from Japan. Yay. <laughs> you said that exactly like the yay when you greeted your housemate one episode. What? That's Oh no, that was sleepy. Yeah, but you celebrated her being home or something like that and you're like, yay. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's my excitement noise. What do you mean? Do you mix it up every time something exciting happens? No, it's just like seems... Wowza. What do you want me to say? <laughs> yeah, bring back, bring back Wowza, please. Get Zooks. Yeah, get Zooks. Either one is acceptable. Surprise me. Okay. I'm sorry. We have a very anticipatory episode for you guys today. Mainly, I just wanted to see if you could say that. To be fair, I, I think I did it pretty well, actually. You did very well. I was surprised. Mainly because in a few episodes, I will be in Japan. So, Vicky's anticipating And I'm it. not going to be. Isn't that weird? Yeah, it's bad timing on both our parts, really. Yeah, I don't know why you'd come after I'd left. We just need a correspondent there at all times. Oh, I, I see. Yeah, because our, our listeners have grown accustomed to it. <laughs> but, uh, well, I no, did psych it right out and say I was going to stay for another six months. Yeah, that was confusing. Oh, I thought I thought it was a year or so. Yeah, well, it would have been another year, yeah. The uh, Facebook status update about a week ago, it was like, hey, everyone, I'm staying for another year. And I'm like, oh, man, I've got another year of trying to coordinate Skype. And then, <laughs> then your next status was, psych, I'm not staying for a year. But the whole psych thing threw me off. So I'm like, is the previous status the psych? The or psych? is the other one a psych? Yeah. 
So well, I still does she wasn't... feel she needs to see a psychiatrist because she keeps changing her mind? Well, we know that's true. <laughs> but uh, it seems like you are actually coming back. Yes. And yep. I am going to visit just in time, despite what Vicky said. I believe you'll yeah, still be Yeah, one there. week later I'm coming back, like just in time. Squeezed it in there. Yep. Any, you know, announcements of what I can expect in Tokyo land? I'm going to stab you in the head. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's what to expect. I flew so... halfway around the world just for this, so... Duck left and weave right. Don't try and mix it up. Thanks for the tip. It, I guess the, <laughs> that does add to the anticipation. Like, ooh, I'm going to land soon. Ooh, I'm going to get stabbed ooh, in the head soon. Stabbed in the head. Was the duck left weave right thing real or was she just messing around? Yeah, if she, if she wants me to do that. She... Maybe she knew I'd think that, so I should do that. She wouldn't expect it. Yeah, it's all very rock, paper, scissors. Or maybe she's just giving me a chance. And if I do follow her instructions exactly, I might survive for at least two jumps. Yeah. Like maybe she's been like ordered to stab me in the head. Oh, <laughs> I didn't I <laughs> So didn't she realize... wants me to survive and she tried to warn me by saying I'm going to stab you in the head. I can't read between the lines, but I think that she's going to stab me in the head. Yeah, it's like one of those secret agent heads up. Yeah. What do you do for a the living? Man, the man was in the newspaper. Oh, I heard it doesn't rain often in Spain. <laughs> Is that the kind of thing you mean? No, I was more thinking along the lines of when, you know, you're watching a spy movie and they're like, so what do you do for a living? And she's like, oh, I saved the president from evil geniuses. And then the other person's like, oh, oh you, but that's <laughs> actually what they do. They do, yeah. Yeah, like what It's usually got? at the end of the film and then there's a wink and then the tunnel slowly closes in on over them. And then they jump in the air I watch and freeze. a lot freeze. of Warner Brothers. And then they jump in yeah. the air and freeze frame. And throw their uh, graduating caps up. <laughs> we should make that movie. <laughs> okay, anything in particular that you're going to stab me with? Oh, no, that's the creative part. Do I get to choose or I just have to... Well, uh, no, because then you'd say, like, feather duster or something, wouldn't you? That's true. <laughs> <laughs> like, could you please stab me with a pillow? It, w- it would be one of my preferred options if that's the case. Yeah, something less pointy, preferably. Yes, <laughs> you can stab me with a butter knife. <laughs> I, I guess, like, that's still going to graze me a little bit. <laughs> like, oh, no, she's spreading me. <laughs> yes, that's my plan. Well, only in Japan, Vicky, only in Japan. Oh, damn, I can't continue this if I come back to Australia. Oh, you can spread people. You can spread the spreading trend. You can bring that shit back. Yeah. I can spread spreading. Yeah, so a whole crate of Pocky and butter knives and you'll be set. Aha, uh-huh, yes. I'm throwing everything else out of my suitcase. <laughs> also, this is a completely personal conversation not related to the podcast. But how much in weight are you planning to bring over? Like whole 20 kilos? <laughs> I think I get 21. I probably won't use all of that, but oh. I haven't weighed my personal possessions recently. Why are you trying to steal <laughs> some space home? Um, yeah, I wanted to send some stuff home with you. Have you got like a giant mecca that you're trying to dismantle in pieces and send uh, with all your friends one by one? That and the heroin. Well, as long as the heroin so doesn't... you can take your pick what you want in your bag. Well, as long as the heroin doesn't weigh very much. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's air light heroin. Oh, nice. Heroin light TM. <laughs> Is that like those Nike Air Jordans where you can like pump it up a little bit? Makes you uh, Yeah, basically it's like dehydrated heroin, so it's slightly lighter. <laughs> I think that's what the astronauts use. 
<laughs> that and their space ice cream. Yeah. Maybe that is space ice cream. There's a conspiracy for you. <laughs> Did you ever try space ice cream? No, it was you that had it, but you never gave it to me. No, I don't think Fuck I ever it. had space ice cream. You did. Did I? Well, it obviously yes. wasn't very memorable. No. Well, why would it be? It's not like you <laughs> eat it in space. Like, you think, you think well, the location... You could ostensibly eat on the top of Machu Picchu. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, it just tastes like bread. It would be very cool if I was eating it on the top of Machu Picchu. It's just bread here. I think it's not bread, but for anyone who's unfamiliar with space ice cream... No, which... I mean, that was my analogy. No, it's not bread. But, like, eating space ice cream not in space is pretty much just like eating ice cream, isn't it? Well, it's dehydrated ice cream, basically. So, I remember when I was in junior school, they were giving it away with books. Did you yeah. ever get that? No. <laughs> I, stop pretending that I've had space ice cream. I've never been in possession of space ice cream. You well, have, and you wouldn't give me any. I was just thinking maybe you were ordering the wrong books, because that's the position that I was in. I was... You, you had these things called, I think it was the Lucky Book Club. And it was basically... I loved the Lucky Book Club. Yeah. And so basically once a week, maybe it was... The Unlucky Book Club, as it sounds like for you. Yeah. I think it was once a week, maybe once, <laughs> yeah. a, once a month. And it wasn't once a week. That's a lot of a book annoyance. <laughs> well, uh, every so often, you'd get a... Basically... An annoying, annoying random interval of time. Yeah. I don't get... remember always being like, fuck, like... <laughs> Stop asking me to buy books. Yeah, I'm, I'm not this lucky, please. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. No, you'd get a, a catalogue of all the books. Like, it was basically children's books. And then when you got a little bit older, there was, I think it was called Star Book Club. And it was kind of like more adult stuff. Oh, God. I never yeah. got to Star Book Club. Oh, well. That's more adult stuff. Yeah, like... Uh, some Mills and Boone and <laughs> Where's Wally? Those My were the voice. options. <laughs> that was that was the uh, Triple X Club that you know. That I was would for love high the Playboy version of Where's Wally. What would you be looking for? The nipple? Like Where's Boobies or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think <laughs> it's just like Where's Wally in a strip club. We still got to include <laughs> Wally. And That's true. I didn't think of it that way. Where's Wally <laughs> in amongst all these naked women? That'd be quite easy, though, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah, I guess. they could make them, like, naked, stripy women. Yeah, it's, well, it's like you always had Where's Wally in the land of the Wallies, and he would be the one without a shoe or something like that. <laughs> yeah, and that's true. So it's like, where's Wally in the land of strippers? And they've all got those... Oh, uh, see, the one with his clothes on. That's not that difficult. Well, but maybe there's a whole bunch of pervy guys that also have the same outfits. And uh, uh, <laughs> he, he's just peeking out from behind a stripper pole and all the strippers have the same hats and monocles. Or not monocles, but like, I guess glasses. Double monocles. Yeah, okay, glasses. Double monocles as they're known about. <laughs> That's what I'm pretty sure Wes Wally community monocles, as some people like to call them. Well, you know, if one monocle is classy, then surely double monocles is double classy. <laughs> Sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. No, that, I can't see how that wouldn't be true. So, uh, yeah, I do, I do like this idea. So, A, you have to find Wally. And then maybe B, one of all the strippers, they're clothed. So it's a tasteful Wally since they're selling it in high school book clubs. <laughs> but uh, one of them is popping a boob. So there's just like yeah. a little nipple slip in the corner that you have to find. Oh, like maybe side boob or something. Well, I assume there's got to be a lot of side boob around just because oh, you, know, okay. you, you got to give 
something. If it's in a strip club, you can't just. That's be, right. Like, it's not the Lucky Book Club. We've moved on to the Star Book Club. Come on, give them something. Getting, it's the Getting Lucky Book Club. <laughs> oh, it wasn't for me or you because you didn't get space ice cream. Yeah, so back to space ice cream. We uh, didn't think you'd ever say that, did you? Actually, I have this conversation daily. I just you know, have been. <laughs> That's lam- a normal segue for me, even when I'm not talking about space ice cream. <laughs> I've been lamenting my lack of space ice cream for some years, <laughs> and now you tell me that I possibly have had space ice cream and forgotten about I it. I thought you had. Someone did. Definitely someone did. Um, yes. So Space ice cream has been owned by someone at some point. Fact. Stop the presses. <laughs> so, yeah, if you ordered the right book, then maybe like every month there'd be one or two books that came with space ice cream. I assume they packaged it with a space-themed book. A space book, surely. Yeah. See, maybe they just had a like mass... like Babysitter's Club with a side of space ice cream. <laughs> like... Is what you would feel like feed your children if you're babysitting in space. I think I think uh, they wrote that book. We should uh, try and track it down. Babysitters Club in space. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in space, no one can hear children complain. <laughs> now there's a there's a movie poster waiting to happen. <laughs> anyway. Um, no, I assume it was tagged with. Magic school bus or something like that. Those kids are always going to space. Yeah, those kids went a lot of places. But uh, I never got it. And you'd always have, like, the teacher, whenever the order came in, she'd be like, all right, everyone gather around. And it's like, Ben. Gather around. People who get the space. And you get space ice cream. And <laughs> you get space ice cream. It was space very, ice cream for everyone. It was Not very anymore. much like that. And there was, <laughs> there was all these overhydrated kids who needed some uh, some chalky space ice cream to balance things out? I was and thinking more like an Oprah style thing. No, I know. I was. It was very um, Tyra of you. Ah, yes. Yeah, so it would be like, all right, Ben, he's got the uh, the magic school bus, but no space ice cream, and Vicky's got Babysitters Club in space with double ice cream, and I'm like, no. Yeah, My- yeah here's and Ben. Good work on you ordering how to get myself some space ice cream pronto. I really like some, the yeah. book. That does not come with space ice cream. <laughs> Damn it. And Vicky, here's the swallow who sang all summer and absolutely didn't care with space ice cream. Yeah. and uh, As our lives generally tend to work out. Jimmy, over there, you've got the where's Wally uh, in the land of boobs. I've circled it's all the boobs for cream. you. Thought you needed a head start. And it comes with double monocles, so that's a bonus. <laughs> it's not nothing, that's for sure. But it really does seem like NASA had a massive surplus of space ice cream or something. Well, I just don't think if you're going to space, you care all that much about ice cream. Of all the things. Well, I don't know. It's good to have some creature comforts from home. It's just funny that the Lucky Book Club ended up with all this space ice cream. It's like either they're cutting a deal <laughs> to try and get every kid to become the future astronaut or uh, they just have... Maybe have a secret ingredient that addicted you to books. <laughs> this tastes like, <laughs> like oh, reading. Oh, no, I really want to read. I want to read all the time. <laughs> well, that's how the uh, the space heroine came to be, see? Yeah, that's why Harry Potter became so popular just a mere few years later. Mmm, I see this no. theory. Coincidence? I think probably. <laughs> but, you know, he's got that little tape around his glasses... Did you ever think that could have been a double monocle? Oh, my gosh. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. he was trying to cash in on the uh, popularity of Harry Potter. Yeah. So if we follow this conspiracy to its natural conclusion, here's what I think happened. J.K. Rowling was writing Harry Potter and it wasn't successful enough. In a strip club. Natch. Natch. <laughs> she was hanging Natch. out with... Who says Natch? Waldo or Wally, depending on your... Uh, does he? I don't know. Does he say much? No, I don't think he talks at all. I've never heard him talk. You know what I just discovered, like, not that long ago, was because the American version of Where's Wally is called Where's Waldo, Wally has that arch nemesis, Oddlaw, and he's, like, a black and white striped version of Wally. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, uh, he's arch nemesis. He looks exactly like him, except for he's slightly different coloured. Yeah, he's basically bizarro Wally. And in Australia, Oddlaw doesn't really make sense, but... If you go by the American, where's Waldo? Yeah, it's that's Waldo. Odd, yeah, it's Odd Law backwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I did get that, but yeah, Odd Law makes no sense in Australia when you're like, when your main character is Wally. Yeah, so it should have been E Law, I guess. Which, yeah, that's crap. Yeah, Odd Law <laughs> sounds evil, doesn't it? It, it is weird that they changed the name, though. Like, was there already a Where's Waldo that people were infringing on copyright or something? <laughs> Yeah, I always wonder why is it not Waldo in Australia? Yeah. Anyway, so JK, she was hanging out at the strip club and uh, Wes Wally was there and she found the nipple and she got this idea for double monocle Harry Potter from him and she had made some bad investments in space ice cream. Didn't we all? <laughs> well, it was space ice cream bubble. It was the days of emu farms and space ice cream. That were the two <laughs> big investments gone wrong. And our greatest worry was drop bears. Yeah. And so NASA had this uh, lucky book club scheme. And because. Why they is had, NASA helping out JK Rowling? Because she got them all addicted to space heroin. See? What? And then. <laughs> They teamed up. I thought space heroin was just the heroin I invented so it would be slightly lighter so I could get you to take it home. That was all her plan. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> and uh, Things have really worked out nicely for me considering I had so little to do with this. Yeah, J.K. So, Rowling really helped me ship drugs home. So then those two... And there's a conspiracy. <laughs> and a newspaper headline. So uh, J.K. and NASA teamed up to form Lucky Book Club and giving away this space ice cream for free to get future generations hooked on both Harry Potter and space heroin. Fact. There you go. Fact. Fact, fact, fact. And to help me ship drugs home in the year 2012. Well, I think that was just a uh, fortunate side effect. Oh, I see. Mm. My mistake. It's hard to say these days, isn't it? Yeah. What's planned and what's just fortunate. (laughs) We Last episode, before we get too off topic, you asked if I whimpered. Did I? Well, you were did like... Did you make a whimpering sound in the episode or I did I... Yeah, basically. a general question. So you were... No, it, it wasn't unfounded during the episode. Oh, it wasn't like, hey man, do you whimper? Yeah, I was like, well, now that you mention it. Yeah, sometimes. On occasion, when it calls for it. When the pack moves on. Yeah, it seemed to me like I didn't recall making a whimpering sound. And so I was kind of denying it at the time. So you went uh, back and listened to it? Yeah, during editing, I went back and listened to the episode. And I don't know if you've got, like, freak hearing, but... Uh, <laughs> there was no whimper? There, there was, was a like, phantom whimper? There was, like, a little... But, like, the most <laughs> the most subtle thing you could have ever heard. 
So I had to go back and listen carefully like three times before I could confirm that any sound was recorded. I can't, oh my gosh, seriously? I can't guarantee it was from me, but it probably was. Oh my um, God, we should market our podcast as a hearing test. <laughs> but uh, I don't know, maybe because you're on Skype, you can get those sounds amplified or something like that. But I was impressed yeah, that you could hear. Skype, now with added whimpering app <laughs> to make the whimpering of your friends slightly more audible. <laughs> I can confirm that maybe there was a slight whimper. It's good to know. Why was, did you whimper? Do you know why? You made fun of me for, I think, it was like spelling something wrong or some bullshit like that. It wasn't important. Oh, okay. And you called me out on it. Whimper, apparently. And you're like, did you whimper? I'm like, no. <laughs> no, but I am now. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't make me any more vulnerable than I already am. <laughs> if I've already whimpered, why would you keep picking on me? <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, well, I hope, I hope listeners enjoyed that and you can buy my CD, Sounds of Whimpering, coming soon to stores like my friend I have this friend who acts like I've always said that I'm like amazing at Japanese or something so he like enjoys pointing out things I don't know how to say or things I get wrong and it's like I've always said my Japanese is terrible like why are you doing this <laughs> just to <laughs> just to make you even more insecure yeah it is I can't imagine like the way he behaves is like I've always been like ha my Japanese is amazing and he feels the need to like show me like you know it's not that good man like my Japanese is terrible is he a Japanese person no because <laughs> you think maybe if he's trying to correct you, if he's just making fun of you or putting you down because he, for whatever reason, thinks that you're amazing, then that's kind of funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. It is really funny. He just seems to point it out for no particular reason. Well, I support him since you made fun of my whimpering. <laughs> you would, you asshole. <laughs> I actually was able to rescue a frog right before the show. Okay. So, I'll bite. What happened? Uh, well... Our pool is like drained. I'm, I'm wondering what a frog, a frog, what a frog needs rescue. Ah, oh, life's so hard. I'm <laughs> wondering what a frog needs rescuing from. Your English is so shit, Vicky. I know. <laughs> I'll flog you in a minute. Well, stabbed in several weeks, apparently. <laughs> no, our pool needs uh, to be refilled at the moment because apparently got a leak, which. That sucks because it's like the hottest part of summer. It was the suckiest summer ever, super rainy and cold, and now all of a sudden it's actually hot and we don't have a pool anymore. Oh, yeah, that's rough. the worst. And so uh, we're refilling it, and because the pump and stuff hasn't been on, apparently a frog has moved in. Oh, that's cool. It's kind of cool. I guess it means that conditions around our house for frogs, but unfortunately I don't really want them swimming while I'm swimming. <laughs> You've got a frog squatter, Apparently. which also sounds like this summer's hit a, hit new drama. <laughs> <laughs> frog squatters from the makers. Pool near you. <laughs> from Is the that ma- filter off, man? I don't know. Let's risk it. <laughs> it's on, Jerry. No. <laughs> no. <sighs> he was a good man. Don't you forget about forget me. Forget about me. Ribbit, ribbit, ribbit. <laughs> Don't you <laughs> forget about me. Ribbit, ribbit, ribbit. Jerry, no, the filter's on. <laughs> that's all. <laughs> that's all before the opening titles as well. <laughs> <laughs> Episode one, scene one. <laughs> Everyone at home was like, 
what is this show about? Like, I don't know, but I'm strangely compelled. Exactly. I don't know, but I can't stop watching. Hand me my double monocle so I can see it properly. <laughs> Did they just say frog squatters and just alter the words to don't you forget about me to frog themed? I think no. they did. No, don't be an idiot. This is amazing and completely original. <laughs> no way would I be sucked in like a cheap trick like that. Well, uh, oh, cheap trick. That's another band we could put in there. What are they saying? Pause. No, that's poison, isn't it? Yeah. Pour some sugar on me. No, that's Warren. Is it? <laughs> yeah. Moving into your filter. Keep, Frog keep, squad, turns are coming. Keep uh, keep singing '80s ballads while I uh, look up what song. Cheap I'm googling tri- cheap trick. Yeah, me too. Oh my god, awesome. They did surrender, which. I want you to want me. No. Yeah, they did that too. Oh, Dream Police. Yeah, they did Dream Frog Police. Frog squatters, they're moving into your filter. <laughs> Frog squatters, uh, better than gangrene for things <laughs> that can squat. Frog squatters. Um, I'm stop. I'm sorry. I got, reg- regular <laughs> I got weird dizzy owls. with the power. Fair enough, fair enough. I saved Jerry from untimely demise in the filter. Did you? And, oh, nice. uh, well, I think I did. That's the whole thing here is that animals and particularly this frog are very uh, unappreciative of them being saved. That's so true. They don't know. Well, they maybe... didn't seem to know how close to death they were. <laughs> it's probably because they're always so close to death. <laughs> what? If you're a frog, it seems like there's a lot of things that could kill you, namely filters. Namely what? Me. Filters and lack of a house if you're a squatter. But it seemed like I, I save this frog, <laughs> I scoop him up with the uh, pool scoop and put him in one of our fish ponds and he kind of just like sits there, not even sits out, like floats there. And so, <laughs> and so the whole time he's like, in, whatever. The whole time he's in the pool, he's like swimming around like a motherfucker. Can't stop <laughs> this frog from swimming. Super hyperactive and just going crazy. I save his life, and as soon as I get close to him and put him in his new habitat, he just kind of is underwater, just floating. And I'm like, well, I don't know. I- Maybe it's like post excitement depression. Like, oh, I. I don't even feel alive anymore. <laughs> it's like he just came off. Was, he just came off the best roller yeah. coaster ever, and he knows that nothing is exactly. ever going to compare. Exactly, it's kind of like just after coming off a roller coaster. Like, oh, am I even alive? I don't know. Well, it feels that way because, like, after that scenario, I want some reassurance from him that he's okay. A little. Hop. He's a frog, man. Like, what do you expect? I, I want a hop or a possibly some kind of ribbit. Or even just, like, I put him in the water. Just swim around a bit. Do anything. That's not on offer. He's not going to, like, kiss you and say thank you so much and weep gently as you hold him against you at night. Like, come on. Maybe that's what I was... He's not going to put your pyjamas in the dryer because he knows how much you like having toasty pyjamas just before you go to bed. I do like that. Is that too much to ask? (laughs) I know that you like that. Maybe that's what I forgot is that I was supposed to kiss him and turn him into a frog prince of some kind. No. Like, I just want some reciprocation here because I want to be able to enjoy the fact that I did a good deed and saved a frog, not now lament for the rest of the night whether I killed a frog and he's just, like, slowly drowning in this pond because (laughs) I kind of pushed him a little bit and he moved enough to get his eyes above water 
And I kind of settled for that. And I'm like, okay, maybe he's not going to drown here. Or like, I don't even know if frogs can drown, but he definitely <laughs> was a contender if frogs could drown. It's a shame that he had to be so unappreciative because it makes me feel like, why am I even bothering saving future frogs now? <laughs> I was wondering today, do you have a usual anywhere? Yes, you've, we've already talked about this. What, what's your usual again? At my old coffee place, but we've talked about this. That's cool. I, just, I was just thinking, I've been to this same chicken place. I got like a chicken roll at least like 10 times in the last year or so and okay. I, I still wouldn't feel comfortable enough being like hey i want the usual the usual yeah oh see i was i had to do every morning for quite some time to be having a usual at my coffee place okay it seems like uh maybe that's the thing like you have to do daily or something like that yeah i'd say it's daily or if you're gonna do it less than daily for a longer time i suppose it's amount of times as opposed to like frequency Mm, I think it, yeah. Like if you're gonna do it once a year, it's probably gonna have to be like ten years or something before they think, oh, Ben's <laughs> coming in today. Like it's February seventeen. He's probably gonna want his chicken sandwich. <laughs> I think in that situation, you probably not be seeing the same people over and over either. So it might make it difficult. You're like, I really want to speak to Ron. I'm trying to get a usual order here, but yeah. it doesn't help me that I come in here once a year and you've all switched up your staff. Yeah, that's right. How come McDonald's seems to go through people so quickly? Explain. <laughs> yeah, that would that would be annoying if uh, you have a usual, you got that shorthand going, and then your uh, waiter or whoever leaves, and then you have to try and establish a usual with someone else. So that's why you have to spread the usual around. Make sure that everyone's aware of the usual. But it, it just reminded me of this because I keep getting this chicken sandwich, and yeah, I enjoy the sandwich. It's good. But they, every time I ask for no tomato and they pretty much like 80% of the time still screw it up, they put tomato on it. And I was watching the guy do it and I'm like, oh no, maybe it's someone else's. But then of course afterwards he's like, hey, this is yours. I'm like, damn, I should have said something. Oh, so you have a usual. I do, but I don't go in and just say, I want the usual. I go and say, I want this uh, chicken combo. Oh, okay. I see. But they're aware of the usual, even though you're not confident in the usual. If I went in and just said, can I have the usual? I still don't think that they would know what I was talking about. That I'd have to clarify them that the usual was a chicken combo. But they already had the chicken combo ready. No, no, no. Like after I ordered it, then they made it. But I was watching. Them oh, make so it. the usual manner. Yeah. <laughs> With which. <laughs> restaurants occur. Okay, I thought they had it ready, but without you having to order, which means that the usual is becoming usual. No, if because that's... my old coffee order used to be ready before I got there. See, that's impressive. That's... Or just as I walked in. Yeah, that's good because that means that's like a preemptive usual or something. Like yeah, yeah, because they... they'd know what time I was coming and what I'd want. Yeah, if they could predict. So it was usually ready. That's that's another level usual. That's a super usual. I'm impressed that. Yeah, that... I know, right? I thought so. Did you ever not go in and they'd made the coffee for you and you'd just leave it waiting? Uh, no, I don't think... I, well, I wouldn't know if I didn't go. I don't know if they made it or not. Because I think Schrodinger's that, coffee, isn't it? I think that'd be a lot of pressure. If you had a usual that you knew they were going to pre-make, would you have to call ahead to say, hey, I'm not coming in today, don't make my coffee? Or do you just 
leave it or do you go all the way in just to pick up your coffee? It's It was like next to my house. It was next door. Okay, because I'm thinking like if it was near work or something like that, then... Uh, oh, and you had like a day off or something? Yeah. Well, like, usually if I wasn't going to be there, I'd say so the day before. I'm like, oh, I won't be around tomorrow. Cause, oh, like, okay. Because it was when I was like by myself in my house. Yeah. So I was kind of worried that like if I go missing, the only person who can kind of raise the alarm given my like varied schedule is my coffee guy. <laughs> like I could be gone for several days before people realize like, oh, I should have seen her by now. You're going to come in one week they haven't seen you for a month and uh, they're like where have you been there's just a big pile of 30 coffees stacked up in the back <laughs> that'll be 300 dollars, please <laughs> yeah i don't know if you remember to cancel your order before you went to japan it'll be interesting to see <laughs> how long they kept making them for <laughs> just hopes that you come in and a little tear rolls down his face no my coffee lady that was a coffee guy but the woman owned the store mm. she gave me advice like we're going to Japan. Yeah, I know. Oh, like that's awesome. they all like saw me as like part of their like coffee family or something. <laughs> it wasn't See, like super great advice. It was just don't let anyone take advantage of you is what she said. She's like, there's gonna be a guy that comes visit you. I say first instinct, stab him. Yeah, that's right. She's like, I ask you to stab him. Don't question me. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, all right, you know best coffee lady, you have not steered yeah. me wrong so far. Yeah. So, so far the coffee's been ready every morning I owe you this one thing <laughs> yeah maybe that's the trick to getting the usual is that you go in and start a rapport with them I think so I think it's to become friendly with them that's when the usual kind of and also you can get them to like stretch their services beyond like I was mm. sick a few times and I called them and they would deliver coffee to me even though that's not part of the deal oh that's sweet you got like a good thing yeah, going no, on here I live literally next door to it yeah I don't know I, it's always very impressive when you can go in and show off that you have a usual of someone if you go in with a friend or like potential partner or something and you're like yeah I'll have the usual and just have some friendly banter with the person at the store it makes you feel like as long as it's a semi-cool place if it's Waldo's strip club then it might be a bit depressing if you know everyone or like, amazing because you can point out Waldo within five seconds of entering the place <laughs> yeah uh, he's there there he is I'm out I know it's amazing yeah yeah <laughs> but uh yeah I don't know if someone's like the usual and then they get some special treatment and have like a little joke with the brista or whatever it's like oh. See, i used to go there like after hours and drink for free and stuff i was really close with my like coffee people they were trying to sleep with you weren't you weren't they weren't you <laughs> you were trying to sleep with you weren't you yes i was and it worked every time Whoa. yes <laughs> i slept with myself many times in that time i don't think so no because there was like women and men and people in couples and like they uh all thought you were going on to do great things and they saw you as their child trying to raise you, give you advice. And yeah, uh, it's like you have a lot to live up to in these coffee people's eyes. Damn. I didn't know <laughs> all that coffee meant so much to them. Maybe they just, yeah, they sit there drinking coffee all day. So they're like super hyper. They just have these uh, long conversations with everyone. <laughs> they just, they yeah. just constantly <laughs> need stimulus. So special, but it's probably not true. Yeah. Like, hey man, what's going on? It's like they're junkies every time someone walks past. I was trying to establish my usual, not not happening. Yeah, I was just annoyed not so, that... Not, not successful so far. No, that uh, I didn't say anything when they were putting on this tomato because I kind of assumed it was mine. Like, 
I mean, I was hoping it was someone else's, but I was watching him make it. But I'm never one of those people who say something if food goes wrong in a restaurant. Are you are you confrontational? Ugh, how wrong is wrong? Like, well, like just, I ask for salad and they bring out dog poo or like... You can't really go much worse in that situation. So it's probably worth saying something. Yeah, I see. There's not like they're going to spit in your dog poo and ruin it, is it? Well, that's the thing. I'm always worrying like the two places that I don't want to cause a scene are anywhere they're serving me food and an airport. I feel like... Oh, police station's not in there? I'm not in enough police stations, but I'd probably be pretty considerate. (laughs) (laughs) You know, you go through airport, if any little thing goes wrong, you just roll with it and you have to, you know, not make jokes. You kind of just want everything to go as smoothly as possible. Yeah, the airport is so stressful for not making jokes. Yeah, and I don't know, I feel the same way in, uh, you know, a restaurant or a cafe or whatever. One time the... um, Oh, the woman, like, she asked me, you know how you can ask a question that saying yes means no and saying no means yes? Like, I can't remember the exact how to phrase it, but it's like, you've never been to the park, have you? Yeah, You don't know how to say no, you know what I mean? Yeah, and so you're like, (laughs) you say one or the other, but you don't know how that's supposed to be And you're like, what have I said? Like, which one is that? Yeah. Yeah, so it's like she asked you one of those questions and then... You answered, but you didn't know. She took it the wrong way, I was saying? Oh, I was freaking out. I, no, no, no. I was just like, oh, my God. I just stood there with, like, deer eyes on because I had no way of figuring out how to say I didn't, like, have any dangerous articles in my bag. I was like, I don't not have any. Wait, no. <laughs> She's uh, trying to... Um, I'll just handcuff myself. Yeah, exactly. She's trying to trick you. Felt like it. Reverse, reverse psychology or something. Yeah, I I know. Hopefully, uh, none of that goes on while I'm making my way to Japan. It's very stressful. But then the other weird thing with this sandwich, I was in the park and I was eating my lunch, and this uh, woman came along, and she sits on like one of the park. Is benches. that usual? Is that what she said? Yeah, she she was the one that I was getting a rapport with. I'm like, who are you? <laughs> <laughs> Why do you know my usual? Yeah, but no, she sat down at one of the benches and just kind of stared at me for the whole time I was eating. Wasn't at the sandwich? Maybe. Definitely not at the sandwich. She did leave not too long after I finished the sandwich. There you go. Mm. But yeah, it was just really disconcerting to the point where someone else came along and he... Stared at her to help you out? That would have been appreciated. No, he he didn't join forces. He... There was like a spare park bench next to her, and he chose not to take it and instead sat Ooh, on the actual. She had such creepy, starey eyes. Yeah, sat on the actual play equipment. Ooh. And this is like a big, you know, construction worker kind of guy with the uh, high visibility clothing and everything. Not the typical guy that you'd expect to see chilling on a swing set. And just oh like, wow, but he went he went swing set over bench because of someone's creepy eyes. He didn't actually go swing set. He went on one of those climbing frame things. But oh, okay. Yeah, I, th- I think it was largely because this woman was really freaking me the fuck out. <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> it's nerve-wracking enough being watched eating. It's like almost... Uh, yeah, I hate people watching me eat. Hey, that is stressful. Yeah, it's almost comparable to have someone just watching you work on the computer, where it's like, 
I hate people watching me do anything like, well, not like performance stuff, but like, yeah, when yeah. you're like, <laughs> I'm putting on this plane. None of you can come. Or, no one watch. <laughs> Everyone face the other way. You can listen to the play. <laughs> Uh, yeah, exactly. It makes you self-conscious of every little movement. And so, yeah, she was just like watching me eat this sandwich. And it was just like really weird. I, I feel like, I don't know if it's kind of sad or happy that she's at the point of her life where she has nothing else to do but go watch someone watch eat. You eat a sandwich. Yeah, it was like, Maybe she's well, got loads of stuff to do. She just really likes you. I've never seen her before. I hope she doesn't like me. I don't really want to have another encounter. <laughs> but it's like... Today, she? she was probably like 65, I'd guess. Oh, okay. She, she's like... So just slightly outside your dating pool? Only a little bit. But, you know, if she was attractive enough, maybe I'd swing swing the uh, boundaries a little ah. bit. Uh, oh, no, not swing with her. Okay. Like, okay. I don't know if I get to the point in my life where I'm like, I've got nothing to do today except for go to the park. Is that really depressing or it's like, hey, I've got nothing to do today except for go to the park. All right. Oh, yeah. Well, I guess we've answered the question of is anything depressing and it all just matters in what voice you say it in. Yeah, exactly. It's all it's all tone. <laughs> She's creeping me the fuck out. So uh, I hope this isn't a regular occurrence. I don't want to stalk you. I think so. I hope she's not a regular listener. <laughs> if she is a regular listener, please write in and tell me, were you staring at the sandwich or me? <laughs> Yeah. It's a sandwich. Thanks for letting me know. Yeah. I'm trying to stalk down my coffee guy now stalk on Facebook. Down. Oh, really? Now that you've uh, yeah. I've judged up memories of him? Yeah, yeah. I wonder what he's doing these days. So I'm trying to find him. <laughs> Probably something coffee related, no doubt. But, oh, uh, is that him? Did you find him? Clear up Facebook photo? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Are you searching him by name or did you just type coffee guy Melbourne and coffee hope guy. to... Yeah. I'm going through every single coffee man. No, um, I am searching by name. It's not helping. He's so popular that he has to uh, have his Facebook not public just so all the stalkers can stop harassing him. Must be it. <laughs> what did I say on your Facebook the other day about coffee? Oh, my God, yes. Oh, my God, that was amazing. It was like it made me realize, like it made me feel like just... Batman? I'm just... Yeah, I don't even know. Not even more than Batman. Like I've just no one has walked the earth quite like me before or something. <laughs> I, I was like, gentlemen, sign up for the Vicky Smith experience. Like, can't believe I don't have a boyfriend. You should see this shit. If, um, if someone was there to what? film it and put it on YouTube, it would have been a million views oh, easy. More than a million. Like, oh, YouTube would go down. All right, so tell me what happened. It would break the internet. That's why no one filmed it, for fear that I would be the cause of the ending of the internet. <laughs> it, that's what the Myers predicted this year. Yeah, it was me kicking a coffee under a train. Well, I only did it yesterday, so I'm still pretty excited. Okay. Um, well, basically what happened was I was carrying a can of coffee, which probably sounds weird if you don't live in Japan, but I'm really used to it now. So is this a hot can? Yeah. How do you heat it? It's heated when you buy it. You buy it in a supermarket or you buy it at a coffee shop or how's that work? Convenience store. And do they have like a heated section? Like we've got a cold section? Like Yeah, 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 exactly. Exactly in, right. They have it's like in a with the barbecue chickens or something? <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's actually inside when you just reach in and pull it out. <laughs> okay, that's kind of cool. That bit's not true, I hope you realise. Damn. 
could have been a good insulator. <laughs> yeah, there really is like a hot section. What? That, that they just keep everything warm inside of barbecue chickens. Yeah, that part, not as much as true as the other part. Well, Japan's um, weird. We can never assume that something's fully a lie or not. That's true. And you definitely can't assume that they're not heating them inside barbecue chickens and then just putting them out for you. Now that we've given them their idea, they definitely will be. Yeah, anyway, so I had my can of coffee in my hand and um, the train crossing, the lights were flashing, but the barrier hadn't come down yet and I was just on the other side. So I thought, I'll just book it across and I'll probably make it, right? Mm -hmm. So I went for the run and having like doing like the little like kick that you do to start running... I kind of, it mean the coffee like slipped out of my hand. So what I did was I had to kind of stop running at the time and kick it to be able to get a foot underneath it. I had to stop, which meant that I was going to be directly on the tracks Wait, um, so you, when the train. You dropped it while you were running. So I, it slipped out of my hand while I was running yeah. and I managed to somehow you, you try and You try and kind of like catch it with your foot. Get, sorry? You tried to catch it with your foot. Yeah, basically. But I couldn't do that because that meant I'd be standing on the railway tracks. So oh, I managed no. to get a foot underneath it at the same time as stopping sprinting and start running backwards. So I was sprinting forward, <laughs> dropped it, had to stop to get a foot underneath it. But if I stopped completely, it meant I would be on the tracks. So I changed direct directions completely backwards, got a foot underneath it and kicked it, right? So yeah. I've managed to kick it while I'm running backwards. And that meant that the barrier came down in front of me and the train came by. And I was like, oh, fuck, like I just managed to, like instead of catching it and kicking it back into my hands or something, like I just kicked it forward, like, like yeah, a football, basically. Okay. And I was like, you know, oh, great. So basically what I've managed to do is kick my, my bloody coffee under a train, like perfect. And then the train pulls away and I see it waiting on the other side of the crossing, right side up. Was it perfectly just, like, like at the end of a little shake? Like you could feel that it had been wavering and it was about to fall over and then perfectly... No, no, it was up. like, what are you waiting for? What, why have you... So did you kick it? So long? Did the train go over it or it made it all the way to the other side of the tracks? No, it must have made it to the other side of the tracks. That's uh, pretty impressive. I know, I was so impressed. I was like, what? And you didn't, you didn't lose any, any coffee? No, it was closed. So... It was just before I'd begun to drink it because I thought, oh, I'll make a run for it and then drink it. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, nice. There wasn't anyone around to uh, watch you? Well, there was people around, but no one really said anything because it's Japan. Did they actually see or did they just seem like, yeah, that I happens? I don't think anyone actually was really looking because he would have had to have been watching me for quite some time to see it. Yeah, it does seem like Japan isn't the right place to get applause for that kind of thing. Like, you want that to happen and a whole stadium worth of people give you a standing ovation. I wanted to because yeah. I felt like, come on, how often does this happen? But, yeah, it wasn't getting much. But Japan people just shrug and be like, yeah, your coffee's still there. What of it? Yeah, like, it's Japan. <laughs> yeah, this shit happens <laughs> all the time. We got robots to do that for us. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, of course it happened. There's a magnet on the other side. We've yeah. planned. We built in specific technology to every crosswalk just in case you Make have that sure exact scenario. Happen. Yeah, exactly. That's, uh, but I was impressive. like stoked. I couldn't believe it. I was like, it's there and I'm going to drink it. And I went over there like, yeah. <laughs> also, I'm on a baby names website. Don't ask me how I got there. Hmm. But unusual Australian names is what I ended up clicking on to see what they suggested. Okay. Unusual name, origin Australian, gender female, name Lonely. I can't imagine that's a popular name. Lonely Smith. 
Like, can you imagine? You're sending like, your uh, kid out for a hell of a lifetime there. No way. You're sending your kid up to be like a Western Pulp Fiction star. Yeah, that's Lord true. Smith climbs on her horse and rides into the sunset. Well, it's like the uh, guy in Drive. There's a character called Standard. And it's, Is there? Yeah, it seems like they basically just did it because at one point in the movie they make the joke, where's the deluxe model or something like that? Like, oh, Standard, where's the premium <laughs> version? And, like, I can't see that as a popular enough name to name a character after <laughs> you know it's like it's a weird thing but uh yeah lonely i don't know it's, it's kind of the opposite of what you name when to name your kid don't you think yeah right it's kind of setting them up for a bad life like at least like happy or like friendly or like like no one wants to be like full name nigel no friends do they one of the more popular mr men at that nigel no friends <laughs> no i mean like <laughs> smiley or happy like, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Well, if Lonely Smith comes uh, into existence, congratulations. Thank you. On my baby, is that what yeah. you're saying? Congratulations <laughs> on the birth of your first child. Well, you've been Lonely away Smith. for over nine months. Who knows what happened in that time? I mean, if I go over there and there's some half-Asian kid running around, I'm going to be suspicious. Especially if the name's Lonely now, because it's quite unusual. Well, it does seem like if you're on the playground... He's like playing with the group of people and then someone comes up and is like, no, your name says Stop. you got to be lonely. Look. Get over there and play in the corner by yourself, kid. <laughs> and feel sad. Yeah, it's like a self-fulfilling prophecy of a name, unfortunate. Should we uh, do some What's My Story or Ranger Vicky or something? I don't have any What's My Story, uh, but I do have a Ranger Vicky. All right. But uh, I have been reading something interesting that is a new story. Should we do a What's My Story with that? Uh, well, no, because the headline is quite descriptive. Well, with basically what I was thinking, you kind of mentioned this last week, is that instead of reading the headline, I just choose, or you just choose a random sentence from the article, and I have to guess what it is from that, because the headline oh, right. is often overly quite descriptive. helpful. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> As is, like, every good headline. Journalists are getting very good at their jobs, apparently. Mm, who would have thought? Okay, here we go. The Morbid app is the product of Willock, an Israeli startup which suggests using it to leave behind a, fan, a final farewell, a long-held secret, or, or even one last insult. <laughs> um, is it like some kind of app that tells you... It's like your like a will in app form or something like that? <laughs> no. Because uh, I do like that idea of having, when you die, everyone just automatically gets a message on your friends list if you want to leave the final insult. So it's like, hey, I got a new message. Oh, You're Ben says fuck you. You're not in the will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just everyone that uh, isn't included. You're paying for the funeral. Close. It's uh, a Facebook application which allows you to write a status that will be published after your death. Oh, okay. So it's... Kind of along those uh, lines. This can be published all at once or released on a designated schedule. Oh, that's awesome. So you can kind of make it seem yeah. like you're still alive for a while. You can fake your own alive. <laughs> <laughs> Usually you go, that was it. Yeah, that, that would be like so creepy. Like after I die, I just have it automatically, periodically write schedules from the grave. <laughs> like, like keep that going on for several years. Yeah, just have like before... 
you know, I, I set up like years worth of heaven's so cold now. Why won't someone help me? Uh, <laughs> come on, guys. You said that Jesus would be here, but really it's just an ugly guy in a wig. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I realized I was looking in a mirror. <laughs> Damn it. All it happens to me. But yeah, no, that's, that's cool. There's lots of uh, potential uses for that one. I would use it to periodically insult people. <laughs> yeah, just a, just a reminder, you're the cause of my death, Aunt Gretel. Yes, Steve, I never told you I hate your haircut. I've changed <laughs> it by now, but I don't care. It'd be kind of funny to set my statuses now and just so when I die, I assume in like... They're completely irrelevant. Yeah. Like, by, by the time we're like 60. Exactly. So it kind of feels like uh, when I die, I've gone back in time to 2012 and it's like, oh, the, uh, you know, pogo sticks are pretty cool. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, yeah. I'm trying to think of something 2012 <laughs> and I'm like, fucking pogo <laughs> sticks. You went a bit too far there, soldier. <laughs> well. <laughs> that would be had you written one from the 1950s. So yes, <laughs> example of something being out of date just in the wrong direction yeah i heard that new cheap trick song that's pretty fly don't you think <laughs> god oh could you say i don't know yeah I'm, 2012 hasn't been memorable enough yet to uh, have anything to look forward to Chance. here's one it's been a great experience for him but it's a great experience for this whole area oh mm. male pubic hair waxing Oh, God. Is that really a great experience? <laughs> well, maybe this particular man has always wanted to do it, but been too afraid, and now it's gaining popularity. It's been a great experience for him and that entire area. Yeah, his there. general man area. Yes, has also benefited from this. You're close. Uh, the headline is California boy gets wish to blow up building. Oh, so, wow. That's incredible. So uh, basically, he was like some seven-year-old. Did he get to blow it up or he just got to wish he could? <laughs> well, he wished, and apparently that wish came true. California boy gets to wish he could blow up a building. Okay, you can wish it. Go. Yeah, Make-A-Wish is definitely aiming a low this year. Yeah, they just allow you to make wishes. Yeah, we're not going to fulfill any of them. We're on tight budget restrictions, but... But feel free to make one. Yeah, the, the wishing is the fun part, don't you think, kid? <laughs> it's cold. Um, yeah, Make-A-Wish... Gave some seven-year-old kid the ability to blow up a building for his wish, which uh, is pretty awesome. That's awesome. That's really cool. What building? It was a mill, a, a Conagra grain mill. Oh, that's cool. It's funny that if maybe it wasn't already scheduled for demolition. Yeah. <laughs> well, they didn't tell anyone they were going to demolish it. Yeah. It's like, well, let's just pick this mill and uh, <laughs> here's some dynamite. Go Things nuts, kid. They're going kid. out of fashion, aren't they? Yeah. All right. And one last one. The strength of your urine streams are compared and translated into milk spraying out of your nose. What? I can't even <laughs> imagine what that could be. It, this is pretty what? exciting. Oh, I can't. Oh, I don't know. Does it give you any hint if I tell you it's from your homeland? And by homeland, I mean Japan. I was like, Australia? No, it's not. Ah. Of course, it's got to be P-related no. if it's Japanese. Yeah, my mistake. Uh, you're just going to have to tell me, man. I've got no idea. All right, the headline. Sega unleashes toilet. That. So Sega unleashes toilet. Toilet. T-O-Y-L-E-T. So it's like a toy toilet thing. Toilet. So what? basically what this is, it's a Japanese game console 
powered by urine for use in Japanese bars. <sighs> I think that is the appropriate response. Did you just whimper? <laughs> No, <laughs> I'm sorry. You just got the I wish I had. It would have been very appropriate to whimper right now. Maybe this is why we've been seeing all these doorless urinals lately because people are playing toilet. That must be it. My mistake. It couldn't have possibly been poor planning. Basically, uh, it says there's, I think, four games here. I'll, I'll go through them because they're all pretty amazing. The first game is Mannequin I, Piss, which simply... I feel a lot of size coming on. Simply measures how hard you can pee. <sighs> You wouldn't want to play Mannequin Piss? No. I don't have anything to say. All right, the next one. I think you finally managed to destroy the podcast with a topic that I just have no comment on. I didn't write this article. This is this is online, Vicky. This is a C. That's what makes go, it even worse. It's go, a real... I wish you'd written it because then it wouldn't be real. This is the big reason that I'm coming to Japan. If I can find this game, I'm doing a thorough review for the podcast. We'll look. Then there is Graffiti Eraser. <laughs> I like it that you begrudgingly accepted. <laughs> graffiti. What? I like it that you begrudgingly accepted that. Oh, but, what uh, else is there to do? I feel like I'm caught in the tidal wave of toilet. All right, the next I'm one just is. Go for the ride. It's called Graffiti Eraser, and it lets you remove paint by pointing a hose in different directions. And uh, it doesn't specifically say, but I'm going to assume the hose is pee related. Yes, I imagine it's related somehow to the toilet. Otherwise, it's not going to be like, oh, yeah, we also just threw this one in for fun. It's got absolutely nothing to do with the toilet. <laughs> yeah, it was just a uh, random aside mid-article for people who were uh, overcome with emotion after reading about the toilet. Yeah, it's like, relax. There's also this graffiti game. Not uh, all related. <laughs> um, all right, the third game is called The Northern Wind, The Sun and Me, which, you know, that sounds pretty nice. Oh, no, it doesn't. <laughs> Anything related to toilet and wind is not good. Actually, this is pretty disturbing. This is apparently you play as the wind trying to blow up a girl's skirt, and the harder you pee, the harder the wind blows. So uh, that's a thing in Japan. It sounds, it sounds like the uh, place that you've been spending the last year with. I want to kill myself. And finally, the last one is Battle Milk from Nose, which... Apparently it's a multiplayer. See, this is the one I can't understand. Okay, tell me how it works. It's a multiplayer game, and you compete against the person who last used the urinal. So uh, you strength, the strength of your urine streams are compared and translated into milk spraying out of your nose for some reason. Why? I can't. That's a bit I can't just cause. Yeah, I guess because it's Japanese. And if your stream is stronger, your milk stream knocks your opponent out of the ring. Ugh. Oh, so, oh, okay. No, well, I guess yeah. It'll be quite an X-rated game if they had it just as is. Well, I don't know why it's just yeah out of a ring. Like, it's like some kind of milk rustling. I don't know. The milk yeah, almost like, makes it seem this? dirtier. Like milk sumo or something. Yeah, it's very confusing. But uh, just one of the amazing features that apparently Japan is way ahead of us in terms of technology. It raises a lot of questions. <laughs> Do you want to ask any, or are you a uh, dumbstruck? Not a single one. Yeah, Not a single enough. one needs to be asked. That's about all I know about toilet at the moment, so I'm sure you can do some research, but uh, yeah, I, I don't know how deep you want to jump into this rabbit hole. I, oh, I want to stay so far away from this rabbit hole. <laughs> I want to be... Oh, like, I don't want to jump... Oh, I don't I even know. know. As, as a guy, that I think that appeals to a lot of guys, like... 
We're just competitive in that way. I see it gaining popularity. Yeah. Yeah. Is it, get some kind of high score on uh, milk out of nose, blah, blah, blah. I'm mm. so sad. Do you want to raise the tone with some Ranger Vicky? Oh, I, c- I don't even want to talk anymore. I just want to kill myself. <laughs> well, this was the last Insane Ramblings. I finally drove Vicky to suicide. Yeah, I was thinking, like, you really just, it's, it's all over. My plan to avoid stabbing by getting her to kill herself is worked perfectly. <laughs> oh, doesn't it always? All right, here we go. Let's do Ranger Vicky. Oh, Ranger Vicky. <laughs> the Bummer remix. That's what I was just thinking. Really? Oh, yeah. my God. No, For anyone unfamiliar with the Team America soundtrack, I will play the Bummer remix of... America, fuck yeah, at the end of this. I just said anyone familiar with it. So for those of you who are familiar with it, you can look forward to hearing it one more time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe you can sing along if you're that familiar. Mm. Woman finds croc in living room. Finds croc. Mm. Not a croc of shit or the shoe. Actual croc. Did it steal a lawnmower? Because be I've funny got... if she said something like, this is a croc, and then the camera zoomed in on her. And then they play a slide whistle sound effect. <laughs> Boom. An Australian woman has told how she got up in the middle of the night to find a saltwater crocodile in her living room. How did she know that? She was a crocodile expert. A dog was outside the bedroom door barking loudly, said Mrs. Dodd, 42, who lives in Darwin. Uh, I opened the sliding door and saw the crocodile right outside the door. It's pretty full on when there's a crocodile in your living room. <laughs> I nearly died. Oh, understatement much, but uh, <laughs> yeah. I was like, wow. <laughs> I can't believe that is her biggest That's reaction her to having found a crocodile yeah, she's in her living room. Quite casual. I felt somewhat surprised to see it. Like, come on, man. Yeah, no, she's like, to be honest, I was kind of surprised it didn't really happen sooner. I mean, there's been crocs in lounge rooms all around this place. In fact, I forgot to tell you I bought it the day before, so it was really unimpressive. It was just a small shock. I didn't realize Amazon would deliver so fast. Yeah, I ordered it with my 1,000 ladybugs. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Mrs. Dodd then woke up her husband, who grabbed his guitar to fend off the salty as he edged towards the phone. Oh, that's, that's the most reasonable course of action. I love how it in no way describes how he used it. My instinct was that he was going to hit it over the head or something. But you're right. But he could have just played it a little ballad. Yeah, he could have lulled it to sleep or done that thing where uh, Captain Hook puts like a stick between its jaws or something and, you know, can't close them. <laughs> but with the guitar. See, yeah. I was definitely going with the lull to sleep. Mm, okay. Maybe he played the uh, Unbroken Promises song. <laughs> I haven't listened to that for a while. I might listen to it. It... I was looking at our uh, website recently. It's actually our most downloaded thing. (laughs) Is it really? Of everything? uh, Well, of our content. There's a picture of the guy from To Catch a Predator. I think that is way out in front. But in terms of of our podcasts and video podcasts, that has got like a thousand more downloads than anything else. (laughs) (laughs) No way. That must be a mistake. Apparently not. So uh, enjoy that one, everyone. 
That's so weird. Over over two thousand people have watched the song that I wrote for you. I didn't say watch. They downloaded it. it downloaded. Was, I can't guarantee they watched <laughs> the whole thing. But like, it's on YouTube. It doesn't have that many views on YouTube. It's got it? like twenty views on YouTube. Yeah, exactly. The iTunes users, they love that shit. Apparently. Benjamin Moore. You get that stuck in your head, don't you? More yeah. than I do. Well, I'm too embarrassed I, to watch it. Because I edited it for like a full day. You have to watch it so many times in editing that it's impossible to get out of your head. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, my housemaid made this joke possibly four or five months ago that I still laugh about and bring up. My, I might have told this on the podcast already. My housemate came home and he's French, so he speaks like with kind of a bit like, um, like differently to a native speaker. He comes in and he goes, oh, sorry, I'm so late to get home. Like I had the never-ending conversation with my boss. And so my other housemate just breaks into the never-ending conversation with my boss. Ah! <laughs> Why is that so funny? <laughs> I don't know. You realise it's a never-ending story. I, I made like. the connection, yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, really good, though. I really liked it. Yeah, good. good. Well, what topic were we on? Oh, yeah, I was telling a story about Crocodile. He called in. I can't believe they have this. The CMU sounds like another spin-off. Anyway, Miss, uh, he called the local crocodile management u- unit. He sent out female crocodile catcher Danny Bess to remove the angry reptile. CMU Darwin. Don't you reckon? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Miss Dodd added, it was prehistoric. This hissing sounded like a vampire. Then it went <laughs> into its death rolls. Ooh. The power of this thing was just phenomenal. <laughs> yeah. It like was doing death rolls in her living room. Yeah, I was like, in the carpet? Like, yeah. how did she, like, happen to live in a swamp? Well, it seems like that's the kind of thing that you have to do death rolls when it, a crocodile's attacking or something. Like, it's just doing it to show off. It's weird. Yeah, like, just chilling. Uh, she just dumped on top of it, taped up its snout, back and front legs. The crocodile was a suspected escapee from nearby Darwin Crocodile Farm. You don't want animals to get free from crocodile farms, do you? You certainly don't. There's nothing getting free from a crocodile farm that you want in your house. Yeah, like when you or move... zoos, really. It's true, but specifically, I would say crocodile farms. <laughs> like, <there's, laughs> when you move into that house, the landlord or whatever is probably like, yeah, yeah, it's right near a crocodile farm. That should be pretty fun. Um, you can go visit that all the time. They're well caged, so you have no danger. And then you wake up one morning, oh, fuck, there's a crocodile in my living room. Like crocodile. Oh, yeah. good. Thought it was a uh, vampire. Maybe she was relieved. <laughs> well, it could have been a vampire crocodile. No one said anything about that. Ah, <laughs> oh, we're going into crossovers again. Dun, dun, you got dun. inspired by my CMU Darwin spinner. It's weird. Like you mentioned this story about a lady fending off an animal with a weird object. Because when I was looking for stories for what's my story, there was another story about an old woman fending off a moose with a shovel. Wow. <laughs> wow. So uh, I don't know if this is the same person just randomly attacking animals. Going around with... the world, seeing what they can fend off with random items from around the house. Uh, yeah, household objects and animals combined to uh, oh, some sounds kind like of another great show. Yeah, Why are daring we not reality objectives? show. Well, uh, you know, we can pitch this to someone. Well, also, I saw on my website, on my news website, more enters treatment facility after hospitalisation. Is everything all right? I'm good, but uh, okay. I hope it's not some kind of future headline 
<laughs> ah, I was reading newsfromtomorrow.com. <laughs> or um, that TV so, show. Maybe that woman hasn't even... That's how I saved them, by suggesting the guitar. Mm. Had I not said anything, she might never have thought of picking that up. Well, there was a TV show about that. I'm trying to remember the title. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Where the guy had a newspaper that had tomorrow's headlines, and so he had to go around saving people. I liked that show, and he worked yeah. at McGinty's. It was called Early Edition, was what the show was called. Early Edition, yeah. Where you're reading the passive voice. Yes. I, f- I forgot <laughs> to mention voice, that important... Edition. Yeah, I forgot to mention that important detail when we were discussing it, that it's also future headlines. From the future. That's why it's so passive. It's like, oh, it hasn't even happened. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, you can you know, care about this if you want. What else? <laughs> care about it more tomorrow when it's actually happened. Should we uh, Craig segment it? Yep, let's do it. Craig, Craig, Craig. Segment. Segment. Actually, before I start, I think I'll just explain this segment for anyone who's, you know, a new listener, because I realized I haven't explained it for a while. Have we, well, Ranger Vicky to get an explanation, I hate you. Do you want to explain what Ranger Vicky is? No, go on. Animal headlines, basically, as far as I can tell. (laughs) How did it begin? I think I just, like... Read a story about an animal, I assume. No, no, I think it was about, like, I kept hearing ridiculous stories about animals, and then it became a thing, now I have to seek some out. (laughs) Your uh, regular animal hilarity source has dried up. Yeah, right. But it it can hey, apparently yeah. on one occasion deviate to a story about a robotic bin. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That was, I forgot about that. That was an unusual Not day for Ranger Vicky. Animal related. Dark day yeah, everywhere was, for people who... It uh, sticks out as one of these things is different. Yeah. <laughs> so there's some flexibility there apparently. But yeah, the, right. the reason that it's I didn't do that... Moose story for what's my seg- uh, what's my story was because I thought maybe it could come up in Ranger Vicky. Vicky. Ooh, it could. Let's let's make it come up. <laughs> I think we've already covered it. Anyway, so Craig's segment yeah. is basically I read the best posts from Craigslist, and most of them are sex obsessed. So I'm trying to find ones that aren't for the next few episodes. Okay. Let's and Craigslist is basically like eBay or like a trading post online with more freaks. So, this one Can't is... Can't really say much more than that. Yep, that sounds true. Free Kool-Aid costume. This is a handmade Kool-Aid costume. It is a framework. Oh, thank God. <laughs> I hate mass-produced costumes. I know. I don't want to look like everybody else's Kool-Aid. Especially Kool-Aid mass-produced ones. Yeah, they're the worst. It has a framework of over 100 feet of PVC and C PVC pipe and is approximately 40 inches in diameter and... Just because I have had problems with this in the past, the two lines, that means inches, right? Uh, yes. <laughs> okay. It's not a 40-foot Kool-Aid costume, but... No. <laughs> Although, that would have me much more interested. How's, how's this work? If it's got 100 feet of PVC pipe and it's only 40 inches, does that seem right? I don't know, man. That's why I'm not. I'm buying it, not hand making it. If I knew that, I wouldn't have to read this article, would I? Mm. Anyway, either way, it's a pretty big Kool Aid costume. It's, it could be massive, or it could be regular mascot size. Forty inch size. Yeah. Anyway, it was built as part of an elaborate prank to bust through a wall, which, as far as pranks go, is pretty awesome. <laughs> Wish I'd thought of it myself. Unfortunately, due to its large size, it had to be cut in half and taken out of my basement. 
but a little bit of duct tape and spray paint will have him as good as new in no time. I'm just so gonna post prank like pranks being done or no? I think it or never happened. Prank was called off. Like, oh, that's a shame. It sounds yeah. It sounds like it didn't happen. It could have, but he didn't boast about it. Being involved in one awesome prank would definitely be a selling point, wouldn't it? Yeah, and yes, it is forty inches, which is hundred centimeters. So it's about a meter. About for, a meter for people like me who do not understand imperial measurements. So yeah, if you want to. A meter long Kool Aid costume. Contact this dude. There's also <laughs> this is also if you want like a bonus mini Craig segment. Yep. Autographed copy of the Bible. I've read it three By times. Whom? Pretty boring. It Sorry. doesn't say. Hopefully Jesus. Yeah, I was like God, because <laughs> that's incredible. <laughs> yeah, that it could have just been the seller. You got three reads out of the Bible, so that's pretty good mileage. What? He got three reads out of it? Yeah, it says, I've done that three times. Pretty boring. Oh, I see. <laughs> wow. That's a lot of reading the Bible. Yeah. Three times. Wow. Yeah, it could be one of those children's Bibles where they condense it, but even so. That's pretty impressive. Wow. I don't think I know anyone who's read the Bible three times. You'd probably get the gist after two. You'd think so, wouldn't you? Yeah. Who, I don't think you're meant to read the Bible in its entirety, really. Yeah, I have to assume it's not the uh, full... Bible. I think people in general skip over that whole John begat such and such bit because you get it. They all begat each other. They begat each other. We were begot. That's all we need to know. Well, I would have thought that the point of the Bible is to read part of it and try and find meaning for your life, not to read the entire thing. (laughs) It was marketed as Harry Potter. Yeah. It sounds like he may have, you know, been led astray in the utility of the Bible. Yeah. Well, you know... It's uh, got something for everyone, Vicky. That's why it's the good book. I mean, they don't call it that for nothing. <laughs> that is quite a, a long-sticking, uh, what's the word? Monica? Thumbs up. Like, yeah, yeah, it's the good book. <laughs> yeah, you think... The good book. It's not even our good book. Yeah, well, it's like the pill. You know the exact pill that it's talking about. When, uh... Oh, ooh, oh. <laughs> well, it's like, it's, it's like you don't say oh, when it's I like... When it's the good book, people aren't being like, which book? What are you talking about? Harry Potter? Which good book? Yeah. Which pill are you on? Yeah. Stop talking, man. <laughs> <laughs> Should we stop talking? Is that what you're saying? Uh, no, but if you'd like to, yeah, because I really want to listen to our song again. It's been a while. All right. Well, you can listen to our song while I send us out. Okay. Let's do it. So thanks, everyone, for listening. Hopefully this is a better outro than the intro that I got chastised for. <laughs> Feel free to download this episode more than you've downloaded our Insane Ramblings yeah, uh, well, video. Can you hear it playing? No, I cannot. Oh, okay, I'm watching how, it. How does it hold up? Sorry? How does it hold <laughs> up? Oh, I'll assume by your silence that it holds up quite well. <laughs> yeah. it's, quite, it's quite funny. I forgot about this. So I've, oh, I've lost a lot of weight since then. Oh, well, My that's hair's good. not grown very much. <laughs> so much to look forward to when I come visit you. I can't, I can't even hear you. I'm going to have to pause it. <laughs> My guitar ability has not improved much at all. That's a shame. <laughs> say. But this is very much like if you Facebook status from the grave a year ago. Yeah, it pretty much is. I've Facebooked myself in the future and I'm still making myself laugh. Thanks for listening, everyone. I hope that you enjoyed the episode. If you did, feel free to write us an email at podcast at net. Or you can get on to just me, Vicky, at net. Or ben at insaneramblings.net. 
And feel free to jump on our Facebook and like our page, which is facebook.com slash insane ramblings. Or rate and review uh, on iTunes. Yeah. And also you can subscribe on iTunes, which is awesome because then when there's a new episode, bam, it's automatically on your computer. So, uh, bam. Yeah, bam. <laughs> That's all I have to say about that. Bam. Bam. Did you remember that song that was like, early 90s and it just went bam 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 it bam 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 do you remember that song no it's not the kind of lyrics that stay with you is it i think i think the only other lyric the chorus if you will call it that was here's johnny oh yeah i do know that one okay yeah bam 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 like johnny song it, it was like one of those ones that you look back on and you're like, actually, at the time, I was probably still looking on it and be like, why is this a thing? Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is also true. Yeah. And uh, anyway, I hope you enjoyed the show. I was Ben. And I was Vicky and will continue to be. And now I'm going to listen to our song. So hang on the line, Ben. You can hear my reaction track to a joke we made a year ago. I will do that. Away Seaboat. Away Seaboat. Should I uh, bring it up at the same time so we can both watch it in unison? All right. Yeah. Okay. You got it up? Oh, I never want to ask you that question again. <laughs> Do you think that this got the most downloads because they watched it and didn't want to have anything else to do with us? Probably. <laughs> Insane ramblings.